0: I ate you for my breath
1: first, baby. And there, it was good. I ate you for my breath first, baby. Let me tell you that it was good. Well, 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 welcome to the Purple Stuff Podcast. Starring Jay from Sludge Central and Matt from Dinosaur Dracula.
0: Everybody listen. Uh. Oh, yeah. Everybody listen. Uh.
2: So, Jay, before we even get into tonight's topic, I just have to say what a trooper you are to even be here tonight. Oh, thanks, Matt. Yeah, it's been a rough go of it. Why don't you tell everyone what happened to you, poor Jay?
3: So, I got a salad. I don't know if I want to say where it's from because I don't wanna give him a bad reputation,
2: but it ruined me and I got food poisoning. So you don't wanna name drop. Okay, I can understand that. I mean let's say it's an analog to seven eleven but not seven eleven, something like that. Yeah. Wow. I mean what a way to go. <laughs> yeah. So it's two days straight of just nonstop,
3: horrible stomach pains. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and worse. And today, like, three times, I'm like, do you want to, like, push this off? Like, I got this. I'm on top of it. Yeah, we got it. So with that being said, poor Jay, what are we doing tonight here on the Purple Stuff Podcast? We are getting back into cereals, Matt, from our childhood. Cereals Volume 3. Another eight. I think this takes the total to 24 cereals. And uh, this batch... I think for both of us, it's fair to say that we were picking a little bit more on theme than flavor this time. Yeah, I mean, this isn't like, oh, this was my favorite cereal. It's like things that stuck with us or, yeah, like had a cool theme. Which is kind of code for saying that some of these cereals didn't taste very good. (laughs) (laughs) But they had really fun boxes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think it's my turn to start, right? That it is. I'm just going to dive right in then. All right.
1: Number one.
0: I like the berry, berry flavor in my berry, berry cakes. A oh, very berry, berry, berry. Bunch. Cause the berry, berry flavor in every berry, berry bite is very, very, very fun to There's a bunch of berry flavor in every bite of berry, berry cakes. Part of this complete breakfast. I like the berry, berry flavor in my berry, berry cakes. A berry berry? How many
2: berries spent? <laughs> so contrary to what we just said in the intro, this pick for me, my first one, is actually all about the flavor. Berry Berry Kicks. Ah. Uh, oh no, that means you never had it. Well, no, I had Berry Berry Kicks. The Berry Berry Kicks? I'm talking about the original version. 1992. 1992 and today's version looks nothing like it doesn't taste like it. So if anyone's had berry berry kicks recently, put it out of your head. What is it so different about? It just has less sugar. Probably what? No. All right. So I'm going to get into that later, but basically today's berry berry kicks is just a shit show. We'll, we'll get back to that. (laughs) But before we even get into this cereal, I just have to give a little shout out to kicks in general, which was a cereal I liked a lot as a kid. Okay, so you have always
3: said this about Kix, and I was always kind of like surprised because I always felt like Kix
2: was kind of like meh, not too impressive to me. Well, that's what I hear from literally everybody, <laughs> and I don't get it because every time I bring up Kix, people are like, uh, gross, Kix, bad. I just don't get it. To me, that was one of the higher-end basic serials thing about kicks though is that it didn't
3: have much of a personality like even if you ate regular cheerios which you know are basically like cardboard they had more of a distinct flavor that is so
2: false to say (laughs) that regular cheerios which nobody eats dry could compare to regular kicks at least back then no way Okay, go ahead. About the
3: Berry Berry Kicks?
2: Berry Berry Kicks, moving on. The original Kicks had nothing on Berry Berry Kicks, which in its original form, an absolute home run A-plus cereal. Basically, you take regular Kicks, you know, the little yellow balls, but then you add these crunchy bunches of berries in red and purple. So pretty, Jay, like little dollhouse fruit. That
3: is kind of how people felt about when tricks started to make the fruit
2: into like actual fruit shapes and then everybody was freaked out like why did they do this well here's the thing you know the old expression you can't have your cake and eat it too here you could because yeah. you were getting the balls in the regular kicks form right but then they added these berry shapes which by the way were far more detailed than anything that was ever in tricks. <laughs>
3: right they were like sculpted by a professional
2: exactly each one and holy shit dude berry Berry kicks i brought it up a few weeks ago on facebook and people were just like falling over themselves with glee you're right
3: because i looked this up there is tons of people that are literally obsessed with this cereal i didn't know that i had no idea and you say you've had it so you should know well because it didn't impress me and i have to tell you why because Just in general, I have an aversion to anything generic berry flavored because I don't know what berry are they talking about. They're confusing me more than anything. Don't say berry. What berry are you talking about? Marvin berry?
2: i not even doing a bit right now because you've expressed this to me before. I don't like this fucking mixed berry shit, man. I don't fucking like it. Like, what happened to blueberry and strawberry? Blackberry. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was just sort of a generic mixed berry, but it popped back then. And these days, the current day Berry Berry Kicks, all it is are the balls and they just made them these like pale pinkish purple colors flavor is different the look is different it is just garbage i have no idea why they would change it the real
3: fruit juice added when i was a kid i used to see that on the boxes and i would say how these machines in the factories are pouring like juicy juice into the cereal
2: you know (laughs) yes with little injectors yeah (laughs) i absolutely thought the same thing the best thing I can say about Barry Barry Kicks, the biggest tribute I can give it is this. 1992, I'm still a kid. I'm charmed by marshmallows and chocolate and cereals based on movies. So if I pick this, which had no social clout, you know it had to be good, Jay. You think they're going to make a comeback and, like, just make them great again? <laughs> if any cereal deserves a retro re-release, it is the original Barry Berry Kicks. I am telling you, General Mills, listen, you gotta do it. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. I'd like to see Kix come out with a cereal that's actually good. Fucking Christ. Son, <laughs> son of a bitch. Wait till you see how I treat your cereals tonight. <laughs> this is Berry Berry Kicks, a different kind of kid cereal.
0: Mom, can we get that, please?
3: And you know what they'll do to get a kid cereal.
0: I wash your car. It's got a crisp corn crunch. Okay, um... Never touch the stereo again. Natural fruit flavors, real fruit juice, and less sugar
3: than most kid cereals. So when your kids say,
0: Please?
3: You'll gladly say, Okay. Berry Berry Kicks. <laughs>
0: Glad I asked.
1: Number two.
0: Murky! Rainbow Bright has a new cereal with fruit flavor and bright colors. Colors? Let's see. New Rainbow Bright brand cereal, sweet fruity rainbows of bright color, a yummy part of this complete breakfast. That I'll murk out. A <laughs> blue cloud, no match for Rainbow Bright. Oh and no, we're full of color. Idiot, we hate color. No worked out breakfast for us. Fruit flavor, colorful bites, Rainbow Bright.
3: Matt, my first pick tonight is Rainbow Bright cereal from 1985. Rainbow Bright was an icon. In my opinion,
2: Rainbow Bright enter cereal for me—it's just kind of a big meh I'm kidding, actually. <laughs> stuff is good stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's great. <laughs> Murky, lurky—the whole crowd.
3: Yeah, they were all there. I remember this being out, but when you look on all these websites, it just seems weird because it says it was discontinued in 1990. 1990. It was not discontinued. No way. <laughs> yeah, are was... they kidding. A lot of the people that are doing the sites, they don't know. They're just kind of guessing. So be careful with that.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, if you were writing uh, like about a serial on some open wiki where you don't even get credit, wouldn't you just kind of fudge the details to? <laughs> yeah. Who gives 99. a shit?
3: Right, right. So Rainbow Bright, of course, like everyone knows who she is. Little girl with all the colors, and she's able to bring brightness and happiness to Rainbow Land. It was fantastic. So the commercial itself was sort of like a clip from the cartoon just promoting the cereal.
2: What was so striking to me about that commercial is that, wow, have advertising laws changed between then and now? Because you're right, it feels like a clip right out of Rainbow Bright, but she's literally right on screen saying, here's my new Rainbow Bright brand cereal. That's verbatim what she says. I'm like, you could never do that now.
0: New Rainbow Bright brand cereal. Sweet, fruity rainbows of bright color. A yummy part of this complete breakfast.
2: She's sitting
3: there and she's got her buddy. I think her friend's name was Brian. I was related to him because when I was a kid, I wanted to spend time with Rainbow Bright. I thought, who's cooler than Rainbow Bright? For real. I don't know if you
2: felt that way. You know, I, I'm I, Rainbow Bright was fine. But where, <laughs> what I'm getting from this is that there really isn't any girl targeted brand of the 80s that we've brought up so far where you've been like anything but completely passionate. <laughs> The colors, especially, on the front of the box was just, what a box that was. Oh, my God. So, speaking of the box, it is beautiful. You're right. It's got a lot of colors, and it it really is a beautiful thing. It's also probably the most expensive cereal box ever. Oh, is it really? Not counting, like, shit from the 50s. That might be, like, crazy rare, but at least of 80 cereals, the prices on eBay for this box, empty box, mind you. $1,000 1000 to $4,000. Holy moly. I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't know if it's a rarity thing, a popularity thing, some combination of the two, but people are spending big fucking bucks on these boxes, Jay. Oh,
3: wow. I had no idea about that. That's crazy. So corn cereal in the shape of rainbows, different colors, really nice. Supposedly all natural. Not possible. Yeah. That's Not possible. possible. But the thing is, no marshmallows, and that actually bothered me because I felt like If you're going to make this cereal, it's
2: nearly perfect in every way, but no marshmallows. Here's the thing. I don't know if you remember what this tasted like, but I do. I actually had it once at a friend's house when I was a kid. It was really good. This shit didn't need marshmallows. People remember this specifically because of how good it was. And for them to say that it was all natural, there has never been a fucking (laughs) cereal that had this much food dye in it.
3: It was like 90% food dye. No, I do remember eating it.
2: And I think you throw some marshmallows in there. Best cereal of all time. All right. Well, after they get done bringing back the original recipe of Bearberry Kicks, maybe they can do a Rainbow Bright revival. And this time they could add little marshmallows of those fuzzy things. What are they called? Sprites? The Sprites. The Sprites. Yes.
0: <laughs> We're here to make out Rainbow Bright's colorful bits. My Rainbow Bright brand cereal, a yummy part of this complete breakfast. Two, one, back out! I'll ground those gloomy guys. Yeah! Icy colors! Yeah, black and blue. Fruit flavor in each colorful
1: bite. Rainbow Bright. Here's a colorful offer from Rainbow Bright. This Rainbow Bright movie poster will brighten up your room. Free with one proof of purchase seal plus 25 cents postage. You can see box for details. Number three. Cookie Crisp, Cookie Crisp, Merry Cookie Crisp Little cookies, lots of chips,
0: that you can't resist Cookie Crook and Chip, in a one-dog open sleigh (laughs) Crashing through the snow, laughing all the way (laughs) Bells on Cops House Ring They're not very bright, but being that it's Christmas time, I'll give them some tonight (laughs) Cookie
3: Crisp is the merry part of this complete breakfast
2: Okay, Jay, this pick is gonna be kinda quick, not really much to it, but you know how it goes when we do these shows? Sometimes, like, an idea gets in your head and you just gotta know if you can get that five-minute podcast segment out of it. (laughs) You don't know, but you gotta try.
3: I think I know where you're going with this.
2: (laughs) (laughs) From 1991, let's talk about Christmas Cookie Crisp.
3: Oh, okay, I didn't know you were going there. All right, let's do that.
2: Well, thanks for the stunning testimonial for my other picks. (laughs) (laughs) oh boy this was a big sorry i'm dropping old power rangers pogs this was a big beautiful christmassy box of special red and green cookie crisp amazing and you know we're talking about the food dye and rainbow bright over there oh these were so red and so green like almost radioactive red and green And instead of the usual chocolate chip flavor that Cookie Crisp had, I think it was more like a sugar cookie deal where you had like little pieces of sugar on each of the little cookie pieces. Did you eat this, Jerry? I didn't eat this. No, Um, because
3: honestly, I wasn't a huge fan of Cookie Crisp. The first time I ate Cookie Crisp, I was really kind of like, yeah, it's okay." But you mentioned the colors, man. The colors were so bright on this. And the green ones looked like the kryptonite rocks that we talked about recently.
2: They absolutely did. They looked like tiny little kryptonite rocks. It's completely accurate. It was exactly that color. Though I am a little upset at you saying just out of hand there that you don't like cookie crisp, and you never did. It didn't meet my high
3: expectations. I thought it was going to literally be like eating, you know, like those little Entenmann soft cookies. I thought it was just going to be like a bowl of those. And it turned out that it was just
2: kind of like this cereal that
3: didn't even taste like cookies, in my opinion.
2: I got to say, your demands were reasonable. A cereal that tastes like soft-baked, home-fresh cookies. (laughs) Well, I could just buy a box of them and put them in a bowl. (laughs) Listen, Cookie Crisp isn't so great now, but back then it was awesome. I used to sit on the floor. Like I remember I would be laying next to the heating vent. Because remember when you were a kid, you'd always want to sit next to the heating vent? Well, you always want to be next to something warm, especially when it's like 12 degrees in our area. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sitting next to the heating vent and I'm biting those little cookie crust pieces, like they're little chips. Ahoy, loving it. <laughs> <laughs> so Christmas theme on this, it looks like
3: the cover of this was done by Norman Rockwell.
2: It's ridiculous. Cause it's still essentially the regular cookie crisp box, like the same characters and logo. But the way they painted it, you're right, total like old-school Coca-Cola Christmas vibe. Right, yeah, it was really beautiful. And you have to remember the time period we're in, this is early 90s, at that time, Christmas Crunch, that was usually the only cereal you could count on for a Christmas edition. Mm-hmm. So getting a full-fledged red and green Christmas Cookie Crisp, big deal. Huge deal, and it had no tropical oils. We got to look this up. I got to know
3: <laughs> because that's
2: on every box from that time period. Yeah. I, I think don't... they mean coconut
3: oil, which is so weird because you would think nowadays, like everything's coconut milk water.
2: Yeah, you're right. It is as in coconut oil or uh, palm oil. I guess it's really high in fat and probably poisons you, but man made for some tasty cereals back in the day. There you go. <laughs> Who made
3: this? Ralston. <laughs> Ralston. <laughs>
2: But it wasn't a Ralston Rush job. This was a really sincere attempt to do something good. And uh, one last note before we put this pitiful section to bed here, Jay. (laughs) Just in case anyone's wondering, 1991, we were in the Cookie Crisp era when they still had the mascot trio, the Cookie Cop, the Cookie Crook, Chip the Dog. The classic cronies from Cookie Crisp. I know you have big feelings about that, given your uh, immense fanship of the cereal. I had high expectations and standards for my cereal. Sometimes it feels like we're in one of those like college lecture classes in here where it's almost like your job is to be contrary to whatever I'm saying. It's
3: so not, though. This is a perfect time for me to say that I really feel that you say that I'm a contrarian anytime I disagree with
2: you. Well, I mean, it's, it's hard not to draw that conclusion when I get disagreed with on every single <laughs> statement I make. That is not true. <laughs> I'm fucking with you, it isn't it? <laughs> A Christmas Cookie Crisp Cereal, yes. a cereal we will never see again, but was fine.
0: C is for cookie, that's good enough for me. C is for cookie, that's good enough for me. C is for cookie, that's good enough for me. Oh, cookie, 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 start with C. Oh, C is for
1: cookie. Number four.
0: Nudino Pebbles Cereal! With marshmallows! T-t-t-dino! He's a real rat dude! Nudino Pebbles Cereal! They got his attitude! Marshmallow-t-t-dino's purple, orange, red, green, vanilla-flavored cereal! What a team! Marshmallow-dino-licious! <laughs> dino stop breaking my face! Nudino Pebbles! Mmm, marshmallow-dino-licious! Not if this nutritious. wow. nutritious! Wow, wow, this plate!
3: Matt, next up for me, Dino Pebbles from 1990. This was an offshoot, obviously, of Fruity Pebbles and Cocoa Pebbles. So in
2: 1990, they came out with Dino's own cereal. And this was a big deal. This was a huge deal. And the thing is, you were kind of waffling on whether or not you were even going to include this. And I'm like, you have to, because this was big news when it came out.
3: Yeah, it was very big news and the way that they marketed it was really trying to capitalize on the trends of the time. So in the commercial, Dino's like rollerblading and Barney is rapping. Barney! Barney! (laughs) (laughs) He's rapping. Maybe they felt like things are getting a little bit old hat with Fred and Barney. We got to bring them into the cooler,
2: hipper times with their pet dinosaur who rollerblades. I'm so glad you brought this up because I noticed it too. This came out in 1990, the serial. That's when every company was trying to like become hip and happen in for the new decade. Everything you said is true. It is just so over the top fake cool.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Although now you look back, you're like, this was pretty cool.
2: <laughs> no, I mean, I bought the fucking pitch. I was all over this
3: shit. It was great. So do you remember getting this serial or no? Like you had to, of course. I was a huge fan of Fruity Pebbles. Like, I loved Fruity Pebbles. So, getting this, I thought, would
2: be even better because it was based on Dino. Who doesn't love Dino? Everybody loves Dino. Although, I'm a little bit, eh, on him because sometimes people think that my site's name is Dino Drac and it isn't. <laughs> well, that, it's funny, yeah. It's got to be fucking Dino's fault. If you know, like,
3: a guy named Dino, like, Dean Martin's nickname was D-I-N-O, and you said Dino.
2: Do you think Dinos <laughs> go through life, like, just feeling- I'm Dino! Stop! Are they all aware? They must all, every Dino in the world must be aware that he shares his name with the dinosaur from the Flintstones, right?
3: Yeah, everybody's named after him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But here's the other thing. So you're going to call me a contrarian again, but this is what happened with my experience with Dino Pebble. So I got them. I was so excited to get them. And on my first bite, I was really let down. And that was because it was vanilla flavored. And I always felt like I don't mind soft serve vanilla ice cream, but I don't want my cereal to be vanilla flavored. Oh my God.
2: Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. First of all, everything you just said sounded like Ralphie's BB gun essay. And I don't like vanilla. (laughs) Vanilla is not good. (laughs) <laughs> Pebbles cereal, these days you get a new spin-off every other month. Back then, almost never. So it was huge when Dino Pebbles came out. You've complained endlessly about cereals that lack marshmallows. Here you're getting Pebbles get yeah. full of marshmallows, all colors, <laughs> exactly. dinosaur shaped. But it's a no because
3: it's vanilla flavored? They wanted to make the marshmallow color pop. So they made the flakes just regular color with the vanilla flavor. But what they could have done was just do Fruity Pebbles with the marshmallows and branded that as Dino Pebbles.
2: So you're going to tell me when you had
3: this, you thought, this is great.
2: Yeah, I think vanilla flavor is a really good thing for pebbles. That shape and that consistency, it really worked well. It reminded me almost of um, Frosted Krispies more than anything. A little bit. Here's the best argument I can make for it being vanilla. It's because of that vanilla that we got the white box. Uh, I think it's a stretch, but I'll go with it. Well, I mean, vanilla's white.
3: (laughs) No, you're right. And they also wanted to make it stand out from the
2: red box and the brown box for the Cocoa Pebbles. It's a great box. There's no doubt about it. I know. I have a sealed one over here. And it doesn't photograph well for some reason. But in person, it's just like... (sighs) You have a sealed box. I do. I have a sealed box of Dino Pebbles.
3: Okay. I'm not surprised at all. but. It made me think of how many people such as you and some other people on the internet decide to eat
2: 40 year old cereal, which is never a good idea. No. I don't know
3: why people, why do you do
2: this? <laughs> you know, in my younger years, creating hot online content, I would occasionally do those things, but I know better now because there are bugs in every box of old cereal. They may be in stasis like fucking sea monkeys, but they're in there. And if you eat them, you're eating bugs.
3: Yeah, exactly. And then they grow in your stomach. Exactly. And then, and like... then you
2: die. It's it's like Cloverfield.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, so I was a little bit disappointed. I didn't love it.
2: Actually, they don't make Dino Pebbles anymore, do they? Hell no. Yeah. Pebbles today, it's like every week. They're like the Mountain Dew of cereals with the new <laughs> they flavors. They really are. <laughs> I do
3: like that they're doing that stuff. But yeah, this one I wanted to love so bad. But then I was like, ah, it's okay. It's all right.
2: I love that you were such a cereal aficionado that, like, as a child, you probably sat at the breakfast table looking all official and giving the rest of the family your cereal review of the day. Listen, I really feel like all
3: of us, not just me and you, have these goggles on that look back at everything and say everything was fantastic, everything was great. If you look up any of the cereals we're talking about tonight... Everybody says, This was the best cereal of all time. And then you get the one guy at the bottom is like, This one sucked. <laughs> You're right. At least I'm just being honest. I didn't like it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I can't argue with you. You're right. I mean, I do that all the time. I can't remember the last thing I posted about that wasn't the best thing that ever happened. <laughs>
0: Aloha, kids. Dino Pebbles has three new marshmallows. And what I wouldn't do to taste them. Aloha. Chief. My Princess Hula needs a partner for the siphon contest. Sadly! And I need a marshmallowy mouthful of these new suns, palm trees, surfboards and, of course, Dinos. Mm, marshmallowy dino Whoa! Dino? Bonnie, my Dino Pebbles! This <laughs> surf's up. Post Dino Pebbles cereal, part of this nutritious breakfast.
1: Number five.
0: <laughs> Dennis, what's so
1: funny? Morning
0: Funny Cereal, Mr. Wilson. May I see? You asked for it. for Morning You're for some fun. Suddenly, your favorite bunnies are all over a new cereal called Morning Bunnies. The fruit taste is wild. A secret panel opens for more great comics. Morning Funnies is a delicious part of my complete breakfast. you oh, asked for Morning
2: It's weird to go again right now because I feel like the Dino Pebbles was actually my pick. I was one (laughs) defending it. But here's another one from Ralston. (laughs) Ralston! I don't know where that came from. (laughs) I know that was a a once-in-a-lifetime show, so I won't ask for a repeat. 1988, Morning Funnies Cereal. Morning Funnies.
3: I have to say, this is probably the most obscure pick ever on like any of our shows, but it brought me
2: immediately back. It was a short-lived cereal, I-, I grant you that. Maybe it doesn't have a whole lot of nostalgia points online, but I remember being a kid and seeing those commercials and thinking to myself, wow, that's so clever. It is. Yeah, we got this one, and we thought it was really cool. Neon-colored smiley faces. Yeah, they tasted fine. But that's not why I'm picking it, of course. Before you go
3: on to the main event, the neon-colored cereal pieces were pretty large.
2: I don't know if you realize how large they were. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I guess they'd be, be maybe a little bit large. They were three times the size of a Cookie Crisp piece. That's right, how big you know they what were. You know what? <laughs> this is a YOLO situation. I got a fucking bin that I can see right now <laughs> with sealed boxes of Morning Funny cereal, and I'm going to go get it. You got <laughs>
3: <laughs> of course he has a box of morning funny cereal
2: let's see how big these pieces really are
0: <laughs> i can't believe
3: you have to
2: do wait, it wait that's an
3: unopened box
2: i have to do it the podcast is late it needs something <laughs> all right let's see oh You're right, they are big. (laughs) Wow, this cereal looks
3: pretty good considering the age. Like you said, they were neon. They were so bright
2: and vibrant. Here's the thing. I'm looking at this through, you know, a sealed opaque cereal bag. Even now, 30 fucking years later, it is so colorful. Yeah, very colorful. Well, I take it back, sir. You're right. It was very large. Are you eating? i'm not eating it by the way it smells like ugh, you know that's like that attic smell yeah yeah ugh.
3: in comparison to rainbow bright do you know offhand what you paid for that oh no this was like five dollars who, oh, okay. who the fuck cares so about that's what i'm saying money. this ain't gonna be like a
2: thousand bucks on ebay do you think i would have opened this for a two-second podcast bit if it was worth anything more than like maybe twelve dollars so if the uh, title didn't clue you in, Morning Funnies was based on some of the era's top newspaper strips, Jay. You had characters from the Family Circus, Dennis the Menace, Marvin, a bunch of others. They were all in the front of the box. But it gets better here, Jay. Yes. The back of the cereal box, you could actually flip open. Like it had like an extra flap. Right. And then you had three full pages of actual comic strips.
3: They tried to recreate the concept of actually looking at the newspaper comic
2: page. Exactly. So no matter what day of the week, whether your family had a newspaper subscription or not, you could sit there during breakfast and read the comics. Right. Which was pretty freaking cool. I can't remember any other serial having any kind of gimmick that resembled that.
3: Yeah, no, it was a cool gimmick. I thought it was fantastic. And the only thing I guess, I never read the comic pages, so I was always hoping it would be a character that I'd be a little bit more interested in. You didn't read the comic strips ever?
2: You weren't doing the Junior Jumble,
3: <laughs> Family Circus, and all those. I didn't. Really, I read Dennis the Menace once in a while.
2: I can't blame you for not being particularly enthused about this lineup here, because to be honest with you, I'm going to use a wrestling analogy that I think you'll get. Okay. Do you remember when WWE first bought WCW, but they didn't bother to bring in any of the big stars? Right. It was kind of the same thing with Morning Funnies. Because if we're talking about comic strips in 1988, Calvin and Hobbes, Farside, Peanuts, Garfield, none of them are here. Right. Beetle Bailey and High and Lois are here. Luant's here, but none of them. Because <laughs> it was easier and cheaper to license them out. Well, that's what I'm thinking. And like, no disrespect to any of those strips, but come on, this whole thing would have worked a lot better if Ralston got at least one of the big wigs. How many cereals tonight have been Ralston? I think I'm going uh, three for four on the Ralstons. (laughs) I haven't counted yours, but yeah, it's a Ralston heavy show. They were just tearing it up. They're like,
3: let's license everything out, make it into a cereal. It wasn't that they were in the business of making cereal. They were just like, how could we license a character and make money off of it?
2: Exactly. Though I will say, and I think it's especially true of some of the cereals we're bringing up tonight, while Ralston, we joke about them being the Ralston Rust job and, you know, kind of having shitty cereals, but great licenses. That was true in the 90s. But when you go back to the 80s, they really did have a lot of good cereals. And I think this might be better than the Ralston average. And apparently, uh, I was reading that it won an award for the packaging back then. Where did you read that? I'm surprised that anyone bothered to write anything about morning. I guess cereal. there
3: was like some sort of marketing award or like packaging award that it won. Cause it was so genius. If it was
2: so genius, how come we've never seen anything like that again? Yeah, even just like for a Spider-Man or a Batman time, you think they would do this. Of course, now that we've said it, people are going to point out like 20 <laughs> times that they yeah, did.
0: They did this in 1994. Shut up, <laughs> shut up, shut up. Shut up!
3: <laughs> I like this pick because I haven't thought about this
2: serial since it came out. <laughs> yeah. It's been uh, about, wow, God, decades. And you won't think about it again for another several <laughs> decades. <laughs>
1: Number six.
0: Ryan, got your new cereal. How's it look, Duke?
1: All clear. Go for it. Yeah.
0: Hit it. Introducing G.I. Joe
1: Action Stars brand cereal, a delicious part of this complete breakfast crunchy stars that taste great.
0: So, for all you action stars... Bye, Mom. G.I. Joe.
3: Let's get ready to Ralston! RALSTON?! So, 1985, possibly the greatest year in the history of the universe, G.I. Joe cereal, Matt. Now this is Ralston at their very best. Yeah, so
2: G.I. Joe cereal, almost like an alphabet, but in a star form. Right, they called it action stars, whatever that means, and they were like little tiny corn or oat stars that had holes through them pretty tasty this is not something i'm gonna say i was disappointed
3: in at all and they went above and beyond with everything else in terms of the box as well as the commercial this is a plus across the board to me they had different boxes as you were mentioning with the morning funnies this had different characters so you would have like duke and shipwreck and they even had like a second series with some of the other guys so it was like
2: collecting action figures essentially by the way, that's exactly what the boxes look like. They look just like the toy packaging. Yeah, it was awesome. And you
3: and I were talking about how cool the commercial was. I have an affinity for 2D animation mixed with live action. This commercial's filled with that. And the kid is like eating his breakfast, but then Duke comes over and he's like, now this kid's on a mission for G.I. Joe. And he walks out the door into the living room, but the living room's like this exotic jungle where Cobra's at. It
2: was awesome. You have characters from the cartoon interacting not just with the kid, but with the fucking cereal. It is just insane. If you were into G.I. Joe back then, how could you not buy this? In this
3: commercial, the reason why I loved it so much is because it felt like it felt when I was playing G.I. Joe. So if I was going to like pretend I was G.I. Joe in my living room,
2: that's what it felt like in your mind. Oh, right. Because they have the kid going down like you know the narrow hallway between rooms and he's treating yeah. it like it's full of landmines or something and we used to do that shit all the time by the way you've mentioned the fondness you have for 2d you know and and live action the roger rabbit style several times on the show and it's such a very specific thing to be so super into and yet there you are (laughs) that's the thing i like very specific things (laughs) yeah (laughs) so the
3: first wave had shipwreck gung-ho and duke and i have to say when i was a kid I was obsessed with Shipwreck. Shipwreck was one of my favorite characters.
2: He was the one that had the parrot, right? He was kind of like Jack Sparrow. Looks like you're asking for trouble
0: now. Shipwreck! How would you like it if someone took your bike? I wouldn't. And if you get caught? i definitely end up in trouble. Remember, taking something that isn't yours just isn't right. Yeah, I know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe!
2: So that was my G.I. Joe serial love story. Well, I have one thing to add to your love story. The commercial that you love so much because it's 2D plus animation, whatever the yeah. fuck mix <laughs> that you are just so crazy about. Did you notice the very end of that commercial where the kid joins whoever the fuck that guy is? They go to the door and they fly away. That's Starduster. Starduster, whatever. The guy, Starduster, obviously he's in a his suit, which has the power of flight. Yeah. The kid is just... A kid. He's got no equipment on whatsoever, no... <laughs> and he's flying away. I'm like, how the fuck is he doing that?
0: Bye, mom. Joe.
1: Stars.
2: He's pretending. Well, he's, 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 he's not pretending. pretending. He's like, yeah. I'm. I'm watching him. If he's pretending, how I see it. <laughs> I've gone through that commercial frame by frame a thousand times to see if I've missed something, and I don't. He just flies. But if Starduster came and picked
3: me up when I was a kid, I wouldn't have the gear
2: and all that why couldn't starduster like hold him and then they fly together you know superman and lois style yeah he just starts flying he just starts flying (laughs) and that's my love story about (laughs) gi joe cereal
3: great observation thanks
1: Number 7.
0: It's time for Breakfast Mania! Introducing WWF Superstar Cereal! The big thing Why are you on the box? You're the Legion of Dummies! You're doomed for disaster! What a great crunch! With tasty star shapes that are a super delicious part of this complete breakfast, it'll make breakfast a crunch Yeah!
2: What? New WWF Superstar Cereal! Super taste, super breakfast, superstar!
1: Media.
2: All right, Jay, my final pick is something that I know you're going to be, uh, fond of. Oh, yeah. From Rolston. Rolston. In 1991, WWF Superstar Cereal.
0: Woo! I'm going to tell y'all yes, sir. with a tear in my eye. This is the greatest moment
2: in my life. So this was a cereal based on the World Wrestling Federation's glamorous superstars. And that's why they made it star-shaped. And actually, I don't know if you noticed this, but it's exactly the same cereal as the one you just brought up. <laughs> it's exactly the same. Yeah. Stars with holes in them. I'm not saying it's similar. I'm saying they literally repurposed it as fucking WWF Superstar cereal.
0: Woo! For the Hulk Hogan's, and the Macho Man's, and the Pipers, and the Sid's, now it's Ric Flair, and y'all pay homage to the man. <laughs>
2: <Woo>! <laughs> Obviously I did not pick this because of how it tasted. It's all about the theme. You and I still watch wrestling, but we were insane fans in 1991.
3: Here's the thing though with that is I always felt like they missed out on putting a cereal like this out in the big boom time of the mid to late 80s
2: i do concur that a hulk hogan serial like four to five years prior would have been a smart move but better late than never okay (laughs) no let's put it out before wrestlemania 8. (laughs) you know what is so funny i actually looked up i'm like what was going on at wrestlemania that year maybe i can make some then topical wrestling references wrestlemania 8.
3: (laughs) wow (laughs) The interesting thing about this cereal, despite what anybody says, is that it didn't have a lot of penetration, like we like to say.
2: It wasn't out everywhere. We had it maybe in one store by us. That would explain why I don't recall eating it as a kid. I mean, I've had boxes as a collector. I probably have three of them now, but I can't say that I ate it back then. Yeah, maybe it was more popular in, in the South or Midwest or something. I don't know. Or it could just be that in 1991, I mean, we still had Batman on the shelves, we had Ninja Turtles cereal, there was a lot to pick from, maybe wrestling just didn't rate. But there was obviously a market for it, wrestling was popular, and you cannot say that they didn't give it their all. Ralston released several different boxes with different superstars on the fronts. You had one for Hulk Hogan, one for the Ultimate Warrior, one with both of them together, mm-hmm. Legion of Doom, and then finally one for the Bushwhackers. Love me some Luke and Butch, Jay. Yes.
3: When you're looking at the commercial for this, you see the Mountie and Sid Justice and Big Boss Man. And then you're wondering, like, so these guys or some of them are in the commercial, but they're not on the boxes. How do you feel when you're the Mountie and you're
2: in the commercial promoting it, but you don't have your face on the box? Oh, boy, maybe that's why you quit, Jay. I mean, I I know I would walk away from high six figures because my face wasn't on a cereal box and they only put me in a national TV commercial. I'm not dealing with this. I need my own cereal box. By the way, these commercials, what they reminded me of were the commercials that Hasbro was doing for the... For the figures. You're right. Maybe in the same ring, in the same studio. Exactly. It's, I mean, they're all standing in the squared circle, and it's obviously a studio of some sort. I'm thinking they shot it in the same place, maybe even on the same day. For economic purposes, you could just say, let's make this cheap as possible. And they schedule producers throughout the day to just make different commercials for different companies. I mean, if you had to get the rockers to come to the studio, (laughs) you're not going to want to pay them twice. Right. From what I can tell, the cereal did not survive 1991, so I guess there were just not that many people who were into star-shaped Bushwhacker cereal, Jay. <laughs> but I thought it deserved a shout-out. This is one that I saw that the box goes
3: for 95 bucks. so if you have some of those laying around, maybe you want to put them on eBay.
2: If you're a wrestling collector and you're looking for some random bullshit to put on your shelf, yeah, it's a pretty good box. I mean, as long as you can avoid the ones that are canceled, because I think there are a few, maybe, that are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stick with the bushwhackers, is what I'm saying.
0: Whoa! Yay!
2: Yay.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Number 8.
0: Hurry up, can't be late, got a breakfast date with Barbie. The day is off to a beautiful start, with fruit flavored bees and balls, cars and stars and hearts, love having breakfast with Barbie. It's a beautiful part of this nutritious breakfast.
3: I'm, at, I'm back on my barbie shit <laughs> so, so i'm doing breakfast with barbie when's the last show
2: we did that barbie didn't come up I was gonna say i think i mentioned barbie at least once a show it's crazy wasn't the last show your insane fucking yeah it was yeah, dream cool Blow barbie yeah yeah what's mattel paying you <laughs>
3: Oh man, they're compensating me. We'll say that. No, I'm kidding. They're not. But Breakfast with Barbie 1989. I never had it personally as a kid, but I was enticed by it. Obviously the commercials were great because the whole aesthetic of 80s Barbie for me, I loved the packaging and like the way they photographed and made these commercials because they made everything look so enticing. So this cereal had pink and yellow shapes like that had to do with the world of barbie
2: but i like the fact it was like bright pink and yellow the cereal itself right it almost looked like a pile of gems and there were just various shapes hearts and whatnot i think there were also capital b's for barbie right and this one was another one that was marketed as having
3: less sugar than other cereals so on the side of the box they have like a grid where it would say which of the major cereals had how much sugar and all that and then it would say barbie had the least but it was maybe like 2 or 3 at most grams less than the other Listen,
2: one. that's just Mattel being the fanatics that they are because geez. Well, Mattel didn't make this though. Right, but that, so, I'm telling you that was a right. demand. That it was roasted cereal, but Mattel's rider or whatever you want to call it definitely had Barbie cannot be Got to be healthy cereal. Yeah, it's got to be healthier than the next one. Those boxes were so similar to the toys. The bright pink with the big Barbie logo. I mean, they looked, these boxes looked like you were buying toys. Exactly. And even on the back of the box, they had things like a vanity or whatever that you can cut out. I saw that too and I couldn't believe it. Doll scale, like you could literally use it with your real Barbie dolls, turning the cereal box into a playset, a vanity table. That
3: is insane because think about this. And we should have said it during the WWF cereal, but. If they had some kind of like cut out ring or a backdrop for your wrestling figures to cut promos, literally
2: anything, anything, but this was even better. Like there have been serials where you have to like cut things off a box or whatever. This, the whole box is a toy for Barbie. That doesn't cost them anything. They just print something on the back of the box. It's way less money than Tony, the Tiger's fucking diving submarines or whatever the hell. Just put this on the back and we're good to go. And if you're a little girl who collects Barbie dolls, how were you going to walk away from getting a free Barbie toy with every box? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So the commercial, can we talk about that for one second? Let's talk about it, yeah. The whole setup is basically it's in Barbie's world. It's actually not totally dissimilar from what we're seeing in the trailers for the movie. Yes. The whole concept is these two regular little girls and they're going over Barbie's house to have breakfast with her. Did you notice that they punted on actually showing what Barbie looked like when she opened the door?
3: Yeah, well, I think they did that on purpose. Of course they did. This is Mattel,
2: like, you know, Mattel is just never gonna sign off on whoever Ralston hired. So what they did, it's this sparkling silhouette in Barbie's shape. It's like they're going to Barbie's ghost's house. It's so bizarre because the real Ken shows up later. I guess that is weird that Ken showed up,
3: but Barbie didn't. I mean, it's kind of like DC Comics. Like, they won't put necessarily the actual Superman or Batman in certain things. Like, if it's on TV, you can't use actual Batman, but right. you, know, you could use Bruce Wayne. <laughs>
2: but I mean, it's Barbie cereal. Yeah. You would expect to see some Barbie. <laughs>
3: yeah, put some Barbie in there.
2: Instead, we get this Sparkle Crest ghost of Barbie. Well, it's like, yeah, you know, fast forward. Now we have the real, actual, official Barbie. Oh, my God. So you already got your tickets for that movie, right? bet your ass <laughs> are you going alone i feel like you might no
3: of course i would ask you to go
2: no no i don't mean are you i it just seems like the kind of movie you'd be like i gotta focus i don't want to be bothered no conversation <laughs> i'm gonna buy two buffer seats and i'm gonna go alone <laughs> you don't talk to me at the movies anyways so. <laughs> yeah i save my thoughts for the car ride home yes you do <laughs> Jay, that was cereals, volume three, eight cereals that nobody has mentioned but us in the last 10 years. You know, I think you're right. These don't get a lot
3: of traction. This may be like the B team, but these are worth bringing up. I did not feel at all that I was like scrounging or anything like that. So these are definitely worth bringing up tonight.
2: All right. It's time to do our thing. You want me
3: to go through yours? Sure. I actually was impressed by at least half of your list. Thanks. (laughs) Coming from you, that's like, that's sterling. (laughs) Okay, so the WWF Superstars by Ralston. Ralston. Berry Berry Kicks. The Berry Berry Kicks. (laughs) And then we had the Morning Funnies by Ralston. Ralston. And the Christmas Cookie Crisp. Also by Ralston. Yes, yes. So unfortunately, dropping the Morning Funnies. I'm going to drop the Berry Berry Kicks. I know that there's like a stab to your heart.
2: It is, but I mean, I didn't expect you to pick it after that diatribe earlier.
3: <laughs> I'm surprisingly going to drop, you're not going to believe it, WWF Superstars and go with the Christmas Cookie Crunch.
2: Whoa! First of all, it's Christmas crisp, Cookie crisp. crisp. Yeah, But I can see you're real passionate, given that you didn't know the name. <laughs>
3: Well, no, because like I'm saying Christmas crunch, so that's what I wanna say. Yeah, really? Yeah.
2: I I'm 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 shocked. I can't believe it. And the reasoning
3: for that is because as a cereal and as a gimmick and as everything, the
2: box, the look, this was just an absolute classic. And you are technically Catholic, I believe, so <laughs> Wow, Christmas Crunch Cereal of Christmas Crunch. <laughs> fuck, now I'm doing it. Christmas Cookie Crisp cereal is your winner. Alright. Yeah. Let me go through yours here. Uh, You had a hot mix here, too. I actually was happy about all four of the ones you brought up. Okay. Well, thank you. You brought up the Rainbow Bright cereal. These uh, multicolored rainbows that were actually quite tasty. And the box now sells for four grand. Oh, my God. Breakfast with Barbie starring the Ghost of Barbie. <laughs> the apparition, Barbie. The apparition. Full of just trinkets and whatnot. Marshmallows, I think, too. Just a lock of. Wait, this doesn't have marshmallows, does it? It probably does. I don't who who know. the fuck? Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Barbie. Barbie cereal. You also brought up Dino Pebbles. Yeah. And you brought up the G.I. Joe cereal. Another Ralston special. So, you know how we do this stupid Ralston thing?
3: Ralston. Next time I'm at like a giant event where, you know, maybe I'm at like a concert and you know that lull where like the house music goes off and it's before the concert goes on Yeah, and somebody always yells Mortal Kombat like the commercial and they try to be funny. They need to start doing
2: Ralston. Oh, you have to fucking start. I mean, I don't go to concerts, so it's not going to be on me. Nobody would know what that means. I would explain (laughs) it on social media. You send me a clip of you doing it, and I'll get the ball rolling from here. (laughs) It'll catch, like, wildfire. Ralston! Yeah. The Ralston craze is taking over TikTok. (laughs) All right. Who's your pick tonight, Matt? Going to knock out Rainbow Bright. Going to knock out Babs. Going to knock out G.I. Joe. And believe it or not, gonna go with the cereal you like the least, Dino Pebbles.
3: Wow. Yeah. Whoa. Yay.
2: <laughs> I'm not gonna say that I go to sleep every night dreaming of Dino Pebbles. That would be a lie. But for a minute there,
3: it's what it represents. It was exciting to get a new cereal, and it didn't happen all the time. It wasn't like every other week, even though it seems like it when you look back.
2: New cereals were kind of like what new albums from bands were to us as teenagers. Very
3: good comparison. I I like that. That speaks to me.
2: Yeah, it it was very much like, oh my God, did you see the new pebbles have dropped? Like, (laughs) holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) So our champions tonight, Christmas Cookie Crisp and Dino Pebbles. (laughs) as a reminder the purple stuff podcast is on patreon yes that's patreon.com slash purple stuff that's where you can get exclusive bonus shows each and every month yes and we always post on patreon (laughs) yeah even though we're late with the main show sometimes we're never late on patreon so (laughs) if you sign up you'll get your bonuses yeah and it's been a fun
3: time tonight. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This has been the Purple Stuff Podcast. I am Jay from
2: Sludge Central. I am Matt from Dinosaur Dracula. We'll see you next time.
1: My
0: baby, let me you that it was good. Me. You made me say. Ooh. Coming over early tomorrow, don't wanna be late, I want the same breakfast again, it was good, baby, so good, guess it was, you made me say, mm. it was good,
1: so good. Thank you for listening to the Purple Purple Stuff Podcast.